Hey, what is up, everyone? It is Dustin, the Greatness Facilitator, here with another episode of the SU2G podcast. As you know, I like to interview and speak with people who do inspiring things, do inspiring work, or just plan out inspire other people. And today is no exception to that, as I am interviewing yet again Jonathan Dunn, the Dream Manager. Uh, John was my first guest, and John, you're now my first repeat guest. So I guess I could say you're welcome for your popularity soaring after our first podcast. Yes, man, I couldn't be more appreciative of it. And uh, as I've been on my own journey of growing a little bit every day, I am very much looking forward to uh, connecting with your audience and uh, sharing what I've learned along the way. Of course, I was kidding about saying you're welcome for your popularity soaring. You've been doing amazing things on your own, and really, I just appreciate you coming back on. And I want to share the things that you've been doing with other people as um, it's been quite the exciting adventure for you since we last talked. Um, last time we did talk or recorded our first podcast, um, you had been running the Dream Manager program through your gym, Pure Energy Wellness. Um, why don't you tell our listeners what Dream Manager actually is and what you have done with the program since our first podcast episode. I'd be so happy to, Dustin. You know, I was introduced to the concept of becoming a dream manager uh, through my own mentor, uh, my own coach, my own friend, uh, Matthew Kelly. Uh, the book has been a bestseller now for literally over 10 years. And uh, what, what Matthew really came to understand was that as people have gotten older, they stopped doing something that came so natural to them when they were young, and that's dreaming. So the role of the dream manager is to bring the, I call them dreamers. I know all the dream managers kind of have their own name for the clients, but it's, it's, running, it's running the dreamer through a process called a dream storm where you ask them 20 very specific questions. And it's called a dream storm because most people haven't dreamed, and then all of a sudden, you're asking them to dream 100 dreams. And people go, oh my gosh, 100 dreams? How can I? I had zero dreams before I met you. How can I come up with 100 now? But what Matthew knew and what I now know is the reason that people don't dream is because they start running programs when they're younger, programs that kind of have the same end result of, I do not deserve to live my dreams. And we do this dream storm to kind of send a lightning bolt through their thought process. 
the thought process that delivered them to where they are and shift it to a mindset of possibility. So once you've done that dream storm process with people, you then introduce them to an idea of, well, who do you need to become to achieve these dreams? Who do you need to become? And most people really, sadly, kind of just go through every day really trying to survive. I mean, we can look at the statistical data and it proves it. So then we introduce them to an idea of who can you become? And Matthew had taught me that process through Floyd Consulting Stream Manager Certification Program. And as you said, I had went through that and was running it through my gym because people show up at gyms, uh, kind of their first step of wanting to get a hold of themselves through the physical realm. And uh, it was just such a home run hit. I, I literally, Dustin, I, w- I was hoping I could introduce 20 people to the dream manager concept. And uh, two of my early clients were a gentleman named Brett and a wonderful lady named Tony. Uh, and their lives transformed so rapidly, people wanted to know what was going on. And organically, the program quickly grew within one calendar year to 101 people uh, dreaming and bringing the idea of dreaming back to their families, back to their friends, uh, really something that should be a foundational component of all relationships. And then as fate would have it, one of the people who I helped started a digital production company called Digital Brew. And since he was very well familiar with the process, I had a conversation with him one day and I said, hey, I'm thinking that God is wanting me to grow this bigger than I had originally imagined, the 20 clients, kind of a a side thing. And uh, I'm not a lot, you know, I'm not one for words. Backgrounds in gym, a lot of, you know, Uh, short sentences, and I said, Mike, why don't you just come out and shoot a video of what's going on in people's lives? And a bunch of very brave uh, clients were willing to share their stories. And he just produced the most amazing and beautiful video. And one of the people I wanted to uh, share the video with was Matthew Kelly himself. And really just to say thank you for being willing to share this intellectual property. And I want you to know that I'm paying it forward. And then shortly after that, while I was in St. Augustine, Florida, living out one of my dreams, that's where I wanted to live. I wanted to live in St. Augustine and write stories that would help people. I received an email from Floyd Consulting, Matthew, asking me to come and speak at the company, which was never a dream of mine. In fact, it wasn't even on my radar. But that's kind of what happens when you start going after a dream. Uh, The plan for your life starts to reveal itself. And things start to make sense. And uh, you'd been to my gym, Pure Energy. I decided to shut it down for a couple days and 
I asked for no money. I asked for nothing. It was just my honor to share with future dream managers what they were about to experience out in the real world. And it was while I was there that Matthew invited me to join the Floyd team. And I actually didn't do it full on in the beginning <laughs> because it was hard to walk away from my baby. I mean, you spent plenty of time at Pure Energy and you knew it was a special place and uh, poured my heart and soul into it for over a decade. And uh, in 2018, I got an email from Matthew and it said, I really want you to join the Floyd team full time. I want you to run the dream manager program for the world and just grow the heck out of it. And uh, I went home that night and I asked my fiance, now my wife, I said, would you pinch my arm? And she says, that's a strange request, John. And I said, no, really, would you pinch my arm? And she pinched it and it was pretty hard. I said, ah, why'd you pinch me so hard for? She said, well, you asked me to. And she said, why did I just do that? I said, Matthew asked me to join Floyd full-time and run Dream Manager for the world. And I'm just thinking that I might be in heaven right now because I got this beautiful fiance at home. I've got this amazing relationship with my kids. I've got this amazing relationship where all I do all day is dream with people. And I'm thinking maybe I'm in heaven right now. And I showed her the email, and she's got her psychology degree. And I said, well, what should I do? And she says, well, of course you have to have a conversation with Matthew. She goes, I know you by now. What you value above all else in the whole wide world is knowing that when you go to meet your maker, that you're able to give him a hug and receive a hug and know that you made a difference in the world and had an impact. So I ended up traveling to Palm Beach, meeting with Mr. Kelly, and uh, I walked into his office, and he had one book on his desk, and it was called On the Threshold of Transformation. And I kept one desk book on my desk all these years, and it was the very same book. It wasn't a bestseller. It wasn't the latest release. And I walked into his office, and we were about to negotiate, and I said, we don't need to negotiate. I'll just take the job. He said, what do you mean? I said, there's no way I ended up here in your office and you have the same book on your desk. Unless you had a hidden camera in my office, which I know is not the case. And I said, day number seven reads, God comes at you disguised as your life. So I'm supposed to take this job. And he said, you're willing to walk away from your company. And I said, well, I have this great dreamer who I think could keep the legacy alive. And I said, Matthew, and this is a core component of the dream manager program. It's more important than the dreams in a sense. And it's asking yourself that question of who did God create me to be? Why is that not the question I'm asking myself every day? And what I came to realize over the course of being on this journey is that God wants John Dunn to not hold himself in comparison to other people. God just wants John Dunn to be the best version of himself. 
And if, if he's willing to do that, the plan will completely reveal itself. And at this stage of my life, being the father to two children, uh, uh, a husband, a son, a brother, uh, I'm interested in living that plan because that's where I found the happiness um, that I've, I've always been looking for. So uh, I transitioned my, 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 my previous company to one of the dreamers. And, uh, you know, I joined, I joined the Floyd team. Well, I know just from being there at Pure Energy Wellness for so long myself and seeing what the place was, it was, it was a mecca of just of wellness energy is what it was. And the people you had there um, just looking to change their lives and the home you created for the people there um, and then to be able to hand that dream over to someone else um, is nothing short of spectacular and amazing and um, so I know while I'm sure they miss you at Pure Energy Wellness I'm sure whoever you handed it over to is doing fantastic things with it because they had your model to follow as well as Floyd Consulting is blessed to have you there um, as well as all the dreamers and dream managers that are there to become dream managers and help pass it on so it's just amazing hearing your story just the way that is coming full circle around Well, I got a funny story surrounding that. In fact, uh, if you don't mind me sharing it real quickly, it was one of my favorite stories of that year. One of my uh, one of my dreamers uh, ended up coming to work at my my my, my gym, and uh, on one of our appointments, I, I had asked him about you know what's a dream you want to accomplish, and he said. Well, I'm studying to be a personal trainer right now, and I hope you don't think this is weird, John. He goes, when I grow up, I, I just want to be just like you because you, you just love everyone that comes in there, and uh, you're so nice to everyone. So there was a doctor of oriental medicine in my gym named Dr. D, also known as the Needle Ninja, and when I had a dreamer in mind that I was going to transition the business to, uh, it was her. So there was obviously a lot of clients uh, that were attending there. And I said, hey, uh, Dr. D, I said, you know, one of, one of Mello's dreams is, and I go, I say this with the humblest of hearts. He said he wants to be like me. And he's been mentoring underneath me for a long time. So what do you say we pull him into the office and uh, tell him that's a dream we're going to be able to make come true? So we pulled him into the office and I said, hey, Mello, remember that time you said you wanted to be just like me and train all these people? I said, well, I have some good news and some maybe bad news. Not that there's anything really as bad news. I said, which would you like first? And uh, I ended up saying, remember that dream you had to be just like me? I'm, un I'm unfortunately going to be leaving, but you're going to get that chance because Denise and I want to give you all these clients and we want you to carry on the legacy. And the look on that young man's face was one of the best things I've ever seen in my whole life.
But that's what happens when people get clear about their dreams and dream. Things actually come true. It's not that complicated. That's true. So, um, clearly, you know, Dream Manager is a life coaching program, as well as, uh, you know, my program I've gone through to be a certified professional coach. And some might ask, why would I invite someone that is doing their own coaching business on there, like, you know, while different in, in a lot of ways, the same, why would I invite competition to be on here? And um, my answer is simple, is you get better by surrounding yourself with better people and people that are leading the way and willing to bring you along for the way. And um, I just wanted to hear your viewpoint on that, because I know you've tried to get me into the dream manager program and, and to come be a dream manager. And I love the program. I love Matthew Kelly's book and, you know, I had looked into it. It wasn't in the cards for me at the time with things that have been going on in my life, but, um, I still, excuse me, I still respect and love everything that you're doing. And that is why I would, you know, link arms with someone that's um, doing amazing things and that while many people would say oh that's competition like no it's it's not competition like you would do anything to help me realize my dreams just like I would do anything to help you with you know your future your business your business success which is why I've you know always been happy to forward posts and videos and stuff of that you've done so just want to hear your viewpoint on linking arms with people in the similar fields. Well, I mean, I have so many thoughts surrounding that. I'll, I'll keep it, keep it down to two. And the first one is this, and I'm not a huge statistic person, but this is a statistic we're thinking about. Only 1% of the entire population of this United States of America becomes what Abraham Maslow referred to as self-actualized, what Matthew Kelly refers to as the best version of yourself. And you think about it, and it explains so many of the challenges that are going on in the world and why so many people are unhappy and reaching out to very unhealthy things to, in their mind, be happy, which is, it really ends up being the opposite. So my first answer to the question is, it's you and I are not competition whatsoever. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that need help, and way, way, way more than uh, you and I could ever personally deal with. So from the very first day that I ever met you and uh, we became uh, brothers from another mother, it's always been about collaboration. And if you really want to become one of those one percenters 
And that is not the financial one percenter, but the true one percent who becomes all you were created to be. You're going to find people to collaborate with. And uh, there has never been, and I know you thought you've learned a lot from me, but Dustin, uh, it has been very much a two-way street. And I've learned every bit as much from you, if not more. Because life is about collaboration. It's not about competition. And I mean, that even carried into my gym. I faced every trend known to man in the 13 years I ended my business. And it was never, ever about belittling any of those. If any of my clients left for one of those, which they did, and achieved success, I was simply happy for them. Because at the end of the day, all you want for your fellow man is for them to arrive. And if that's not what you want, it's one of the first things that you've got to fix. I've always wanted the best for you. You've always wanted the best for me. And that's why here we are talking almost a decade later. I was just thinking that earlier as I was walking the dog. I'm like, man, it's been about seven or eight years of of friendship between us. And, And it's just amazing to see how much we've both grown in that time. And a lot of that growth, again, is attributed to us wanting the best for each other, checking in on each other, motivating each other, encouraging each other. So absolutely, it's it's all about collaboration, just like you said. So I'm glad you uh, you said you hit you hit on that. No, and I mean the goal is when somebody comes into your life, you know, there's definitely the people that come in for a reason. There's definitely the people that come in for a season, and there's definitely the people that come in for a lifetime. Now, with all of the hurt that I've personally experienced in my life, my philosophy grew to be when somebody comes into my life, I'm going to hopefully do the things necessary from my heart to where they'll want to know me till the day I die. And uh, it's been a really great life philosophy. It's going to be it's going to be one of our upcoming videos, I might add. Well, we're actually going to hit on that here in just a second. Um, your dreams have certainly gotten bigger since we last talked. One, uh, some big changes that have gone on. One is you've recently gotten married. So tell us a little bit about your wonderful wife. Well, you know, I faced a lot of abuse in my life and always wanted to be part of a very successful relationship. And uh, shortly after the events of 2012, 2013, uh, I had to coach myself, by the way. I mean, nobody achieves excellence in life without coaching. It's just a fact. And uh, my coach had encouraged me to be alone for one year. And because I'm coachable, I did it. And he said, one of the first steps of learning to be in a great relationship is you have to be alone for a year. And uh, I finally got to where I was comfortable by myself uh, when the lights were off. And at that point, I didn't want to bring anybody else into my life. I was uh, enjoying uh, being a dad to my nephews, uh, being a dad to my own kids. 
And uh, my coach said, John, be real. You're not meant to be alone. And uh, I said, I'm not. And he goes, no, you're not. And he said, I want you to make a list of 30 characteristics you're looking for in an ideal partner. So I made my list of 30 things. It was very in-depth. And then he asked me a very, very profound question. He said, are you all of those things, John? And I said, Coach, I am all of those things. Why did you ask me that? He said, because so many people go into relationships and they expect people to be things they're not. And it ends in disaster, as I knew. And uh, I said, I am all of these things and then some. And then when you really figure out what you want, the universe, God conspires to make that a reality. And shortly after that, I met my best friend and a lady who had become my wife nearly five years later. And it just so turns out she was exactly all of those things. And it really led me to one of my favorite quotes. And it's supposedly attributed by Forrest Gump, although we know a producer wrote that. And it's in your life, if you don't know what you're looking for, how will you know when you got there? And it was the very first time I had really gotten crystal clear on what I was looking for. And that's when I kind of started to understand the power of dreaming in a sense and just imagining a brighter future. And uh, it's just super excitement every day when I go home to not only be married to uh, someone who I think is amazing, but to be married to uh, my best friend. That's awesome. So the other thing I want to hit on, we kind of alluded to it, was you mentioned a video. Um, you and your daughter started a new YouTube channel. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything. I'd rather everyone go watch the videos because they are amazing. And I'm now chomping at the bit every Wednesday to see a new episode. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit about how that came up to be? I would love to. So I, I owned my business, Pure Energy Wellness, uh, during the economic crash of 2007 and 2008. And it was a scary times. I mean, I know a lot of people listening remember that. And one of the things people stopped spending money on was gyms. And I had a very uncertain future. And I had a son at home who was three years old. And I had a daughter at home who was nine. And I did not know how to keep the doors open and keep a roof over our heads. So I started working 120 hours a week. And on my birthday, September 11th, 2008, and I won't go into all the details here, but I went home and I hadn't even seen my own kids in a while because I'd been just working way too much. And there was some chicken quesadillas with saran wrap 
so I could warm it up. It was like a 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. day. And there was a handwritten card from my daughter calling me the greatest dad in the world. And I fell to my knees that night and I began to cry very hard. And I went, oh my God. This beautiful little girl hasn't even seen me in weeks because I've been working so much. And here she thinks, I'm the greatest dad. And I clasp my hands together and I realize when you're on your knees, you are in a really great position to play. And I said, God, all that matters is you showing me how to be the greatest dad in the world. If I don't do anything else, that's what I need to do. And that is when I got my first coach because I didn't know how to do it. You know, it's, embar it's embarrassing to say, but I didn't know how to be the greatest dad. And that was the dad I wanted to be. And that's what led me down this road of, of really personal development and exploring who I was created to be. And uh, my life became about being that greatest dad to my own children. And that's what happened. And I kind of thought the story had come full circle. I was actually with her on Father's Day when Matthew offered me the job. And uh, I do dream storms with individuals. I do dream storms with companies. Uh, but I did one with her. And she said, Dad, I'd like to spend even more time with you. And we have a lot of time together now, by the way. Uh, my proudest accomplishment was that my 20-year-old daughter loves spending time with me. But she said, I'd like to work on a project with you. And you always tell me life's about making a difference. Well, I'd like to work on a project with you where we make a difference and we spend more time together. And I asked her what she was passionate about. And she said, you know, I always had wanted to have a YouTube channel to help teenage girls. And I said, uh, help with all your own struggles that you do all that and helps you create. I go, I have an idea. What about we just do this channel together and we share stories that help people? And uh, it has just been the most amazing experience shooting these videos with her, uh, sharing our story with the world. And the fact that my daughter, like uh, her dear old dad, had suffered from some shyness. And to see her get in front of the camera has just been, it, it has just warmed my heart, my friend. So that's how it came to be. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, your first two videos, you just see your, your daughter kind of peeking in at the end. <laughs> uh, is she going to be the, the presenter in some of the videos, or is she waiting a little bit on that? In life, you've got polar, polar bear divers that just jump right into the cold water. And then you got the people who kind of tippy-toe in. So she's one of the tippy-toeers. But I promise you, uh, when you see video four, which happens coincidentally when I knew you and you didn't even know this was happening behind the scenes, uh, she is in it a lot more. And the eventual goal is for her to do her very own video. But we're going to allow it to happen on her own time. Well, great. Great. Um, and what is the name of your YouTube channel? 
<laughs> you know I'm going to share the title and they're going to go, why is Dustin talking about a psycho guy? But I promise you, and this is not a ploy to get you to watch the videos, it will make sense. And you'll go, oh my gosh, that title is genius. But the title of the, cha the, the channel is called Get Out of the Porta Potty. And I'll just quickly allude, I can't leave people hanging too bad. When I was a little kid, I was on a golf course, and these bullies instructed me to get inside of a porta potty. And when I got inside, as you saw in today's video, they turned it over. And when I came out of that porta potty, Dustin, I was covered in human crap and other things. And even though I went home that day and I got it washed off, it really had stained my self-esteem for roughly 30 years until my daughter gave me that card. And we both agreed that's what we needed to call it. And when you think about that the whole entire world, only 1% are leading the lives they could, I think metaphorically we could say a lot of people are in their own porta potties Well... That is just a preview of the story that how that uh, name came to be for you listeners out there. I definitely suggest checking out and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, really, both videos that have been released so far have been incredible. I've shared them a couple times with some close friends of mine um, just because I thought there were messages that needed to be heard. And. I can only imagine there's going to be plenty more information to be heard um, that John and his daughter are going to be able to provide. Um, one more exciting thing that you got coming up uh, that I'm aware of anyways is you mentioned to me in a conversation that you have a book that's going to be finished getting edited soon and ready to head to the printers, I'm guessing. So let's tell us a little bit about that if you're willing. Oh yeah, the, uh, the it should be edited uh, completely by the end of next week. Uh, and it's not a book that people are going to read. They are going to read it, but it's going to be a book that people live. Uh, I've learned a lot on this journey, uh, and I've learned things that work. I've learned things that don't work, and I just share them with people uh, throughout the book. The book is called, Hey You, Get Out of the Porta Potty, 10 Daily Habits, so that you don't have to lead a crappy life, but your best life. Uh, at which point, I am going to submit it to Matthew. Uh, hopefully, he'll want to do something with it. It's a little bit grittier than what he normally publishes. Uh, and that's fine. If I have to self-publish, it'll turn out just the way God intended, and I am at peace with that. If it just makes a difference in one life, it'll have been well worth the journey. Well, I know we have a future sale right here, guaranteed. So, uh, unless if you want to, you know, count me a, a free copy, but you know. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You know, I have a dream right now, Dustin. And, uh, you know, when these things pop in my head, they pop in my head and I can't help it. 
what would be really awesome is to hand you that book personally, give you a hug, and uh, write you a write you a special letter inside of it because you're well worth it. That is an awesome dream, and that would be incredible for me. I would I would love that. So we'll we'll make that happen. We're gonna figure that out, but we'll make it happen. Now, between your Dream Manager program, your YouTube channel, your book coming out, um, you, as I mentioned, have plenty of advice and um, guidance that you're able to provide people. Um, what would you say is, you know, you think your most profound, your, your simplest, not, I guess not profound, but your simplest message and bit of advice you could give to your normal everyday person um, and on ways to start acting on things today? The reality of the matter is, is that 75% of the world's population has experienced loss, trauma, or betrayal in a primary relationship. And it greatly influences our lives. And it usually happened while we were young. So one of the first things that I like to ask people to do is what are you holding on to that you have to let go of to become who you were created to be? And it's in that answer that we can really begin the process of exploring that idea of becoming your best self. I would say that's definitely a very important part because as you experience things in life, um, you really, unless if you let go of those things in the past, it's they're not going to let go of you. You're going to be chained to those things. Great line, man. Spot on too. It's true. And yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, my wife and I, we experienced loss early on in our marriage when we found out we weren't able to fulfill our dream of having our own kids, of having our own biological kids. And so we went to counseling um, to deal with the grief attached to that. And um, one of the ways that you get through the present is, you know, letting go of the past. And we both realized that there was still stuff in our, our past that we hadn't fully let go of and dealt with yet. And, um, I think that's one of the things I definitely hit on with my coaching as well is, you know, one of the first things I give them is my, my potential clients is a survey, like, what are three things you're proud of? What are some of your things that you struggle with or your lower moments? And, and, and it's, it's a hard step because I know when I was going through my training, I had to answer that questionnaire myself and I kind of hated facing that question. But at the same time, the freedom it gave me after realizing, okay, I dealt with it. I, I passed I passed through that time in life and now I'm moving towards my future of, of my dreams of 
what I want to do, how I want to help people and stuff. And when you can let go of those things and have it let go of you, it's, there's really nothing that's going to stop you. It's true, man. I mean, Henry David Thoreau once said, I regret I was never as wise as the day I was born. And it's really a great, great quote to marinate on because in our lives, we have all of these things piled upon us that, that change that equation. And uh, it's like you say, it's as much letting go to get to where you need to get to. And I think with that too, it's, you know, by not letting go, you're not really living up to your potential. You're not seeing your potential because you're letting that crap that you've been, you've had all over you for the time, um, really just hold you down, weigh you down. And um, that's why I love your, your story of the, the get out of the porta potty and, and all that. And um, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is the unmistakable creative and the author Sereni Rao. He wrote a book um, is the art of being unmistakable. And one of the things, one of his quotes was my biggest sin in life was believe, not believing I was capable of more. And that is just something that sticks with me is just knowing that you're, you're holding yourself back, not believing you're capable of more. So that's why I think people like you and um, hopefully the things I'm able to do for my clients are, and just even not even my clients, my people listening to my podcast, even if you follow me on Instagram or social media, whatever, if, if I can help one person just in a post or listening to the podcast or anything like that's, then it's well worth it. Well worth the effort. Yep. Life is about love. Love people that cross your path for a moment. People are there forever. That's what life is about. It's the foundation of everything. Well, John, I appreciate our paths crossing again right now and that we were able to do this podcast and that we'll be able to uh, kind of just get people more aware of your YouTube channel, your book coming that'll be coming out and whatever we can do. But I am excited for our paths to cross again in the future. Um, I just really appreciate who you are, the things you've done for me, the things you do for others. And um, I just look forward to seeing what else you have in store, uh, not only for your future, but for the futures of anyone that comes into contact with the great one, Jonathan Dunn. Thank you so much for your friendship, Dustin, and who you are as a person. Amen. Well, that is all for this episode of the SU2G podcast. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you get a lot of valuable information from this episode. And don't forget to please check out John's YouTube channel with his fantastic daughter. Um, is get out of the porta potty. And look for his joke for his book coming in the future. Hey, you get out of the porta potty. And uh, if there's anything you know you want to dream about, to talk to him about, he is an incredible guy to talk to. Um, you can certainly find him. Uh, John, what's your contact info for that? Uh, anybody, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, 
J Dunn, D-U-N-N, at floydconsulting.com. Or uh, feel free to give me a call at 407-310-3755. One more time, 407-310-3755. And uh, I really would, I would love to hear from you. Again, he's an incredible guy, doing incredible things. And you all are capable of doing incredible things. So let me just remind you to keep moving forward and step up to greatness. It doesn't matter if the world is going mad, if we just hold on, if we just hold on, yeah. Sing it louder just to let the world know. No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we will both for greatness. <laughs>